Hello and welcome to week, what is it, 14 now? 14. 14 weeks, that's crazy. Crazy, we've, we've made it quite the ways this season so far, but uh, this guy is the only winner from last week. Unfortunately, the Packers were the only team to win out of all three of our teams. Two of them were facing each other, so we'll start it off with you, Joey. Uh, it is what it is. As expected, the Packers whooped the Bears' ass again. It wasn't an ass whooping, but, you know, it was a good game nonetheless. And um, I got to give credit to Justin Fields. He had me scared, and the Bears' offense did have me, you know, looking pretty uh, cautious for a while. But uh, we managed to pull it out. Christian Watson had another nice touchdown, two-touchdown performance game again. Um, can't say enough about him. And I'm just uh, kind of excited for this bye week and then to play the Rams the week after. Oh, man. We are the first team eliminated along with the uh, Texans. So we're not that making sucks. the playoffs. Lost again to the Packers. But, hey, it's all right. Sucks like you suck. said, Justin Fields looks like he's going to be a pretty good quarterback, although he did throw that pick late and then another pick late too. But, uh, hey, yeah, looking forward to the future for the Bears and ready to pick some games this week. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, the Dolphins did not have quite the, the outing that myself and a lot of others probably hoped or expected for. But, you know, you got to take it on. If there was one game to lose on this road trip, this was the one. Uh, you can't drop these next two against uh, the Chargers and the Bills. So, here we go. The, the return, the comeback, you know. Dwaddle did barely played, which was very unfortunate. Uh, Armstead didn't play, so Bosa was able to start getting through pretty fast. The comeback or the fall off? Nah, nah, we're we're coming back. We're gonna come back strong and uh, look good. Two consecutive uh, primetime games. Oh, well, three consecutive if you consider the Christmas one a primetime game. Uh, but it's at one o'clock. Yeah, but it's the only game on at one o'clock, so you oh, can okay. nationally televised game. You. Yeah, nationally televised game. That's better. Uh, but we can jump straight into it. We have uh, the first game, Thursday Night Football. We have the Las Vegas Raiders versus the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, Rams are down bad. They just picked up Baker Mayfield. And uh, I'm going to just be straightforward to the point. I'm going to go with the Raiders. As much as I'm not happy with how the Raiders have played this season, they're looking a lot better. And the Rams are looking quite the opposite of that. So, yeah. Joey? Yeah, I'm probably going to go with the Raiders as well. Um, the Rams, yeah, they're in shambles right now. They obviously signed Baker Mayfield, who his career's taken a turn for the worse. He's not. I was play. a big, you know, I was on his, I was on his bandwagon. I was on his, uh, you know, on his page when he first got into the league, and it looked okay for a couple seasons, and now it's just abysmal and it's bad. Um, the Rams are pretty much a practice squad team, and the, Ra the Raiders are kind of starting to like maybe figure it out to the point where they're five and seven. It's week fourteen; they might squeak into that seventh seed if all you know is said and done. We'll see what happens, but I'm going Raiders. I'm also gonna take the Raiders. Yeah, who cares about Baker Mayfield getting signed? He's not good. I've said that for like three years now. I'm pretty sure. Big big Baker Mayfield hater over here. He's just not. I just never thought he was good. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, Raiders have won the last three games, and this would be the fourth one for them if they win it. Um, 
like you mentioned, this is the Thursday night game, but before we get too far into it, we got to talk about the uh, leaderboard. Oh, thanks for reminding me. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, so I don't have it pulled up right now, but I got you one second. Here we go. Uh, leaderboard currently as it stands is Steve on top, 127, 168. Um, then we have myself, 122, 73. Uh, me, me and Steve both went 10 and 5, which not, not being able to make ground on them, which is very unfortunate, but still hanging in there really close to him. Eddie moved up pretty far. Uh, he went 120 uh, and 75. Matt and Joey had, were tied for the best week. I won't tell you Matt's week record. I'll let Joey say that. But uh, 120 for Matt as well. So three, uh, two-way tie for third place. And then we have a three-way tie for, what is it now, fourth place? Yeah. Fourth place, me. Oh, sorry. sorry, I'm going <laughs> to use correct grammar. DJ, Mark, and I. <laughs> Shout out to my mother who always corrected me on that, but yeah, yeah we're all tied at one uh, one ten and eighty five, and um, kind of floating here at number four. But things could be worse, like uh, this guy over here. Hey now, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm at one hundred nine eighty six. I had a good week though. Um, if I stopped picking the Bears, I would have much better weeks. Like if you look back on it, <laughs> but uh, I went ten and five. <laughs> I, but, um, yeah, I've been doing pretty good lately, so I'm still in the mix, still in the mix, mixing it up. Bears have a bye week this week, so that's not going to be an L, so <laughs> that's always good. All right, so quick question, Chris. What's up, buddy? Now that the Bears are eliminated from the playoffs, are you going to stop picking them? Uh, we'll see, we'll see. I mean, it really, it really depends. I don't think they're going to stop trying to win games. But, like, for instance, the next game's against the Eagles. I might not pick them. The next game after that's the Bills. Might not pick them. But maybe for Lions-Vikings, I'll come back and uh, sneak a pick or two at the end of the year. Nice, nice. All right, well, now that's out of the way, and uh, let's just get straight into the first action of Sunday. We have the Baltimore Ravens at the Pittsburgh Steelers. AFC North divisional matchup. Baltimore would have been my sure pick, but now without Lamar Jackson in there, things get tossed into uh, the abyss here and kind of it's up for grabs, in my opinion. I think uh, Pittsburgh has an opportunity to get a, a win here and really stun the Baltimore Ravens, who really need a win here because, if I'm not mistaken, they're tied with the Bengals, and I don't see the Bengals losing this week. We'll get to that game soon. But the the decision here is tough. Do you guys have a a decision yet on it or not really? Yeah. Cool. I'm going with uh, Baltimore. Tyler Huntley was actually really good uh, <coughs> last year. He had to fill in for Lamar quite a bit. So uh, I think that'll do pretty good. Pittsburgh has been moving the ball well with Kenny Pickett. And Najee's had a couple good weeks, but he's been getting hurt. And that backfield is kind of a question mark. So I'm, I'm going with Baltimore. I like the defense. I know T.J. Watt's back for Pittsburgh and stuff like that. But I just feel like Baltimore kind of, I don't know, I feel like they're going to win this in Lamar's absence for him. What about you, Chris? I think I'm going to have to agree with Joey. Um, it's hard to say that a backup will be the starter, especially when the backup is away and the starter's at home. But uh, Pittsburgh isn't. The greatest team, although I think they could sneak a win here. Um, 
But yeah, he looked the Huntley looked decent last year, so I'm gonna I'm gonna put my money on him that he'll just kind of step in and fill in for Lamar decent enough. Um, but like you mentioned, it's it's a divisional game. Division's pretty close, and it's a tough time for Lamar to be out because four of the last five games for them are divisional opponents, so it's tough. Yeah, he's possibly going to miss a lot of these really meaningful games. Like, I get it, NFL, a lot of games are meaningful, but, like, the divisional games are, like, the most meaningful. And then on top of that, conference games and then non-conference games. That's how you, like, just boils, it, boils down to it. It's going to be tough. I think Pittsburgh has the opportunity to steal one here, and I'm more so doing it just to get one against you guys, just to see uh, if I can further separate myself. Unfortunately, Steve hasn't picked so far today, uh, so mm. I, I can't really pit myself against him either because I'm trying to gain up on him. Uh, but I would not be surprised if Brett, uh, Tyler Huntley puts the Ravens in a position to win this game because – He's done it multiple times last season in Lamar's absence. The only problem is a lot of those times they just choked in the, in the late-game situation or just made the wrong decision going forward on fourth down and then not converting. And then, you know, that was the story for the Ravens last year. This year is they blow big leads. So what is it going to be now with uh, Tyler Huntley at the helm? I think uh, the Steelers can't stun them at home. But uh, let's keep it moving to another AFC North divisional matchup. And we have... The Cleveland Browns going over to Cincinnati to face the Bengals. Bengals are heavily favored here. Well, not heavily, but uh, a touchdown difference. Minus six on the spread. Minus 267 on the money line over on their set of 47. I'm going to go with the Bengals. I think they're the better team here. But Deshaun Watson did not look very uh, good against the Texans. But I also understand that was probably a very uh, you know, emotional game for him to come back into. But uh, his performance was very underwhelming. Let's see if he can pick things up against the Bengals. I'm also take the Bengals at home. Um, they've looked pretty decent after like a very very rough start where we're like, you know, wow, both these two Super Bowl teams are kind of looking really bad. Yeah, they started off 0 2. Yeah, and then like they kind of struggled even a little bit. Like some of the wins weren't what you might have expected, but they put together four wins in a row. Mm -hmm. um, I think they're gonna make it five. This is they've already lost to the Browns once this year. Um, they really need to win this game because, like we mentioned, it's a division game and it's very close right now. And then now. on top of that, you also have the the Ravens and Steelers playing. So those are two divisional yeah. matchups, and the two leaders are. I wouldn't say in question because the Ravens are in question more. And so the, the Bengals are a little bit more sure now, especially with Jamar Chase coming back. I was just going to say, Quest Chase is back. Um, he'll be a bit more healthy this game. It's going to be cold too, which um, like I think it's going to be tough. Like I know you don't really think about it, but I think it will be tough for Watson to play if it's really cold. Um, he's not 100% used to it. Not that it's an, uh, you know, an excuse, but he's used to warmer climates. And, yeah, he hasn't played in a while, so those, those hits might hurt a little bit more in the cold. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, Cleveland, their game against the Houston Texans was really, really, really underwhelming. As somebody who started Deshaun Watson in fantasy, I was like, dude, this game freaking sucks. Um, the Cincinnati Bengals just beat the Kansas City Chiefs, and they deserve a lot more respect. So I feel like this is an easy game to pick. So I'm going with the Bengals. Nice. Yeah, the one other thing I want to add is it, this very well could be a, a good game for, like, Nick Chubb and, um, 
and Kareem Hunt to go off against the Bengals, especially if the Bengals don't have Joe Mixon back. Uh, Samadji P. Ryan has been holding down the fort, but I wouldn't necessarily say he's playing up to Mixon's level, but he's playing pretty well. Uh, and that's a big factor on why they've been still able to win, even with Mixon out of the lineup. Uh, speaking of the Houston Texans, they're going on the road to play the Dallas Cowboys. Um, let's not waste a lot of time because they Freaking just played a former, uh, not a former, another AFC South team. So uh, in the count of three, two, one. Cowboys. 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 Nice. Yeah. Okay. Did Sweet. you know that this was called the uh, Texas Governor's Cup, though? For real? And the, I don't know if they still do it, but I know, like, I remember back in the day when it was, like, the Oilers and stuff, mm-hmm. it was even a thing, and you used to get, like, a trophy and stuff. Really dating if, yourself there, bro. I don't know if they, <laughs> I, I wasn't alive for that, but <laughs> I'm saying I've seen it before in the past, but, uh. I wonder if they still do that. It'd be interesting to find out. I don't think necessarily they gave you like a trophy or anything like that, but they definitely ain't like the old heads definitely will like have bragging rights. I can guarantee that. And like some people may call it like especially guys like who are like prominent local like broadcasters and stuff like that, they'll probably do stuff like that. But otherwise like, Frankly I don't think anybody's really gonna give a shit. This game's gonna suck, it's gonna be a fifty point <laughs> blowout and Dallas is gonna kick a bunch of ass. <laughs> oh man. All right, Chris, take us to this next AFC South game. Yeah, another divisional game. You're going to hear that a lot because there's a lot this week. Um, Jacksonville Jaguars going down to – well, not down, going up, rather, I'd say, to the Tennessee Titans. Um, It's tough. Derrick Henry's been shut down lately, but Jaguars' run defense sucks. I'm going to take Tennessee at home just based off of that. Um, Man, I wish – I wish I could confidently say that the Jaguars would would win or even put up a fight, but they're so high and cold, and it's so hard to pick them, man, especially after getting basically blown out by the Lions last week. The Jag- yeah, Jaguars. Yeah. yeah. How about you, Joey? Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be pretty much uh, a replica of last week, considering the fact that Jamal Williams was going off, and so was uh, DeAndre Swift, and... The whole entire Lions offense was really just having a field day on Jacksonville. Um, I heard something that Trevor Lawrence isn't 100%, so that might have to play into the the outcome of this game. I mean, either way, Tennessee's been a great football team all year, and I think that that they're going to take over and uh, ultimately win the football game. I know that they don't really have anybody at wide receiver, but I don't know. Derrick Henry's a monster, and it's hard to bet against him, so. Yeah, I feel that. Did you guys see the hit that uh, Traylon Burks took last week? I did not. Dude, so he caught a touchdown like, pretty much in the middle of the end zone, like a deep ball. And, like, as he was coming down, he just got rocked and, like, instantly concussed, still held on to the ball. So he got a touchdown and was knocked okay. the fuck out. Good for him. <laughs> Dude, I feel like he's been banged up a lot this year. And yeah. rookies just in general have been getting knocked out, which is kind of – It's yeah. tough. It's a, it's a whole new level. You got to yeah. prepare differently, honestly. Yo, if the Titans do win, though – and uh, they'll have a four-game lead in this division. And it's, like, it's pretty impressive for, for Vrabel, I would say, because it seems not that great on paper, honestly. They have, they have a lot of injuries, and they lost a lot of players like A.J. Brown. Hmm. One thing is, do you think it's more so the Titans, or do you think it's the division itself? I think it's a mixture of both. But, like, obviously we thought the Jags would be better. And they're not – we knew the Texans would be terrible. 
weren't really sure about the Colts, but I, I'm more competitive. Yeah. They still might be in the mix a little bit, maybe. We'll see if they can get a run going. I doubt it, but not, I think it's also, like, they could be very bad, I think, easily, too. The, the Titans? Yeah. yeah. Plus, they lost their quarterback for a little bit, too, so they could be very bad, honestly. Yeah, like, even in that Kansas City Chiefs game, they still competed very well with uh, the Chiefs without uh, Tannehill there. But even then, I don't think Tannehill being there would have made the difference of them winning or losing that game. Uh, I think it was more so strictly on the play of Derrick Henry, and that's pretty much the story of the season for the Titans. I think Derrick Henry goes off in this game. Uh, I haven't seen much that would surprise me from this uh, Jaguars defense that could slow him down. So, And he always has big runs against the Jaguars, too. So, so expect something crazy out of Derrick Henry, honestly. Uh, let's move on to this next game we have. Minnesota Vikings versus the Detroit Lions. Uh, Detroit, big win against the Jaguars team we were just talking about. Mm-hmm. Vikings almost let the Jets come back. I was I was on the edge of my seat. I'm like, please just let the let the uh, Jets win. Like even as much as I would hate it for the standings in the AFC East and just the AFC in general, I would have loved it for one the pick and then two just Mike White had a possible game winning touchdown, but. Uh, this one is not that hard to pick. I'm going to go with the Vikings. One thing to add on for people who are just listening. Uh, Detroit is favored in this game. Minus two and a half points on the spread. And then favored in the money Wait, line what? as well. Because they're the home team. Uh, minus 140. Over under set at 51 and a half. Uh, do as that. that with as you wish. I know the Vikings return on the is not a huge plus. But you'll definitely get some money back if you pick the Vikings. I'm picking the Vikings. Yeah, I can tell you that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> this Detroit team's fun, but the Minnesota Vikings have five games on them. Yeah. And they played them close the first game, but I don't know if it's going to be like that in the second. I'm going to take Minnesota. I don't know why it's that close. I get that they're on the road, but this is a 10-2 and two team we're talking about going to a 5-7 and seven Detroit Lions team. But, man, I don't know. Joe, you want to talk about that of Jamal Williams thing? Of all the people. Of all the people that would go against this Lions team, the most Dan Campbell truther I've ever met in my entire life is going against them in probably the biggest game of their season. And I think that they could win this game, but I'm not picking them because I got Minnesota winning it and I got them locking up the division. They're playing with that on their mentality. Minnesota's going to take the W. But let's not discredit these Lions here. I think it's going to come down to the wire just like it did last time. I mean, you're talking about a Lions team that has a running back that has as much rushing touchdowns as their all-time best player ever in franchise history. I mean, maybe aside from Calvin Johnson, you never know. It's arguable. Nah, well, at least rushing touchdowns. I don't know. But, hey. Yeah, I mean, different position. But All I got to say is they deserve some respect, and it's going to be close, and I wouldn't be surprised if Detroit wins the game, but I'm going Minnesota because they're playing with that championship mentality. And I know how Darius Smith plays in, in NFC North uh, divisional closeout games. They expect him to have a good game. He wants a hat and a shirt. Joey, I do agree with you. Jamal Williams is on a tear. And that's one thing that's like been probably the reason why the Lions are actually probably favored just a little bit in this game. One, they've been on a little bit of a hot streak. And Jamal Williams has been insanely efficient with just his carries, like, Especially when they get in the red zone, it's Jamal Williams' time. It's literally him, no one else. He has uh, eight touchdowns from the one-yard line. Eight yeah. touchdowns from the one-yard line. It's insane. Yeah. He's a vulture. It's a pay dirt if I've ever seen it. Yeah. I don't know. 
Uh, but we have the next game. Let's see. I don't even know what the next game is. You guys want to help me out here? I got you. Yeah, you got me? You yeah. got him? Yeah, go ahead. It's my, uh, my second team that I've been rooting for this season, the New York Jets and the uh, Buffalo Bills. They're traveling to Buffalo. Shout out to Buffalo Chips. Um, they are playing a Josh Allen-led Buffalo Bills team that are very, very unpredictable. They could be very good at some times, and they could be very underwhelming. Like I've said, I've kind of critiqued Josh Allen the past couple of weeks. Um, I don't know if he's had his clutch moment. I don't know if he's, if he's had his death star yet, which is like, uh, like the greatest deed that Luke Skywalker ever did was blow up the death star. And in my opinion, every, every NFL player needs one of those moments, one one badass moment that just sets you aside from everything else and like lets you live on for infamy and forever. MVP might have done it even if they didn't win the Super Bowl. I feel like that's completely out of the picture now. Von Miller just went out with an ACL tear. He's done for the year. So I don't really know what to expect with this Bills team. I don't think the Super Bowl is a lock anymore like everyone's kind of predicting it to be. Even though they can move the ball well and stuff like that, it, it, when it comes to crunch time, we got we to see what's going on. I feel like a broken record here, but... Anyway, I'm, I'm still going to go Buffalo this game. They lost the Jets in their last meeting, so I feel like they're going to play with some pent-up anger. And they're 9-3. and three. Uh, Like I said, this season isn't a gimme for them, and they need to win this game. So they're going to play like they need to win this game. To add on to your Super Bowl point, they are no longer – well, they still are uh, the Super Bowl favorite to win uh, at plus three, uh, 380. Next is Kansas City plus 450. Following them is Philadelphia Eagles plus 500. Uh, so – you know, the Chiefs are creeping up on them in terms of that. Mm. But uh, yeah, I don't know, man. There's lots of uh, bad things going not in Buffalo's favor. Jets kind of was on a, a good streak there. And then I'm not sure if the decision to bench Zach Wilson was the best or the worst. I think the team 100% has surrounded Mike White and definitely, you know, is someone that they can follow. But long-term future, thinking outwards now, is – is this the best thing for a guy who you drafted, what is the second overall, or just like within the first round for sure? Uh, I don't know. That future is really in question there. Defense should be able to give Josh Allen a lot of problems, so I think it's going to be tough. But I do think Buffalo pulls it out. Like you said, Joey, they have that pent-up energy from that last loss to them. They definitely want to set things straight, especially at their home stadium. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Buffalo Bills in this one. Jets got the best of them in the first matchup, and I think the Bills win this one. Uh, unfortunate for Dolphin fans because that will make them extend the lead, if not maintain the lead on them. Um, yeah, I think they're the better team. Uh, I, like you said, too many questions at quarterback, um, although the Mike White story is a good one, and I – no, it's hard not to root for a guy like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I think the Buffalo Bills win at home. And don't be surprised if this is a dark horse for Odell. Interesting. How about the team that used to have Odell and one of the Super Bowl contenders? What's that? The, New the next York, matchup. Oh, yeah. the, New York, <laughs> the New York Giants at home facing off the league best, 11-1 and Philadelphia Eagles. Man, I don't know. I was going to say that this is a trap game um, when I was looking at it earlier for the Eagles. I think the Eagles still win, even on the road against the Giants. 
Um, I, I think they still win. Uh, the Giants tied against the Commanders <laughs> last week, and I hate ties. They're so annoying. Um, this is the first matchup they've had this year, so we haven't seen seen them play yet. Uh, the last one is the last game of the year, which will be in Philly. Um, but uh, I'm going to take the Eagles, although something tells me the Giants – the Giants could possibly pull off the upset here, especially because they're at home. And I don't know. Something about this Giants team is I think they could win at any game almost that they're in. Are you saying that because they tied the Commanders and the Commanders beat the Eagles? Is that why you're saying they have a chance? No, I, I just <laughs> think they're a decent enough football team that they could win. And they, you know, they've been some good teams this year so far. And they've, they've lost to some good teams as well, but... I think I think they're decent enough to put up a good fight. What do you think? I think uh, the Giants don't really stand a chance of winning this game, to be honest. Really? After we saw from the Eagles last week that they're literally able to do whatever they wanted to, a pretty good defense in the Tennessee Titans. I don't think that much high, like highly of the Giants' defense in comparison. So I do think they put on a better uh, fight than most teams do against the Eagles for the most part in terms of offensive output. But even then, the offense isn't really efficient, and then it's really live and die with Saquon, and can Daniel Jones get you a few plays that really make the difference in this game? It's tough. This, uh, this whole NFC East is uh, all up for grabs in terms of uh, finding a playoff spot, but in terms of winning the division, it's pretty much locked up by the Eagles at this point, especially if they win this game. They'll set, really set themselves apart. Um, but I'm going to go with the Eagles. I think the Eagles... Keep it rolling right now, 11 and 1, and probably improves to uh, 12 and 1 at the end of this week. Um, when I first saw this game, it's pretty easy that the Eagles are going to win, but I'm going with the Giants oh, because uh, my, grandpa, my grandpa needs a win right now. Be nice. Aaron Judge resigned for the Yankees today, which was good for him, but he had he does not like the Philadelphia Eagles at all. So I'd love to see Go Birds. I'd like to see the Chai Jais get a win against them. So Go let's see what let's see what happens, man. But uh <laughs> we know what's gonna happen. But let's go Giants. Alright, Joy, what about this next game? This next game is uh eh, might be a little bit of a laugher. Kansas City is going to Denver to face off against the Broncos. Broncos suck this year. It's no question about it. Um, they, they're just pathetic. Kansas City has looked explosive, amazing. Um, I would not want to face Travis Kelsey or Pat Mahomes in fantasy this week. <laughs> and um, it's going to be a good day for the Chiefs. So I'm going with Kansas City. And um, I don't really know what else to say for the Broncos. It's just packing in for next year. Let's ride till next year. <laughs> well, one thing to say about uh, the Broncos is they one struggled to beat a uh, – a Lamarless Baltimore Ravens team. And I get it. Brett, uh, Tyler Huntley is pretty good. Like, he can fill in and, and do well. But it was, a, what, a 9-10 loss? Like, you, you got to put up more points if you're Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos. It's just abysmal at this point how they lack offensive power. And a lot of it does point back to Russell Wilson. The, a lot of people probably think they should have stayed with Drew Locke, but that's their problem now. Uh, Kansas City, like you said, on a roll. But I wouldn't necessarily say so much that Travis Kelsey and uh, Tra uh, Patrick Mahomes are like gonna go off of fantasy this week because mm. the Broncos have a pretty good defense, man. They limit a lot of That's people. That's very true. So like, I wouldn't necessarily go that far. But the spread is nine and a half in favor of Kansas City. 
Um, over uh, over under set at 43, money line minus 455 for the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, if you're making a parlay, I would 100% put Kansas City in that money line spots. Oof, yeah, Kansas City coming off a tough loss last week. I'm mm-hmm. going to take them in a bounce back win here going to Denver. This will be, I think, the fifth loss in a row for Denver, which they've been averaging, like, I think it's like 12 points a game or something pathetic like that. I think it's time to sit Russ. You let him get the surgery, fix whatever's wrong with his shoulder or whatever's torn labrum or whatever it is. And we'll just pack it in. Wait till next year. Let Brett Ripien finish the year out or whoever's the backup there now. And what about his former team? His former team? I think they're going to get a win at home this week against the Carolina Panthers. And if you don't know, we're talking about the Seattle Seahawks right now. <laughs> in the next game, by the way. In the next game. This is a 425 game. It's on Sunday, December the 11th. And, uh, yeah, I got them dirty birds winning. Um, dirty birds. Them, them, them seagulls. Yeah, the Panthers <laughs> aren't great. They've Those lost everybody's. <laughs> they've lost everybody, and I'm going I'm to have the Seattle Seahawks winning. What about you guys? Uh, I'm going with Seattle as well. I think it's uh, a pretty plain choice. Things are weird in Carolina right now, and especially uh, they just cut Baker Mayfield. I know it's not a big deal because he hasn't been starting for them for a while. But it's just a fact of that happening. It's kind of weird. Um, the whole quarterback situation is kind of spotty there. So not necessarily sure why you would do that. But I guess he was possibly part of the problem there. Seattle, uh, tough loss the other week to the Oakland, uh, Las Vegas Raiders. I think they were on bye last week. Uh, so, you know, I think they, they really want to get another crack at, you know, getting back into uh, the race with uh, the San Francisco 49ers. But uh, it's going to be a tough shot for them to make the playoffs. I think they had their time, and I think it's starting to slowly die down, uh, especially if kind of Walker isn't at a 100%. It's going to put things more in doubt. But I still do think they get the win here at home. Uh, the 12th man is definitely going to help them out win this game. 12th man is definitely a thing. Don't let that, you know, <laughs> die. Speaking experience from experience of, here. Yeah, I know <laughs> from experience. You get me? No, you don't. Shout out to Billy Madison. But, um, uh, yeah, Seahawks are going to win this game pretty easily. The Panthers, they're still, <laughs> they're still in contention. Sorry about that to everyone at Full Sail that I just let down with the um, uhs and the freaking fillers. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> there you go, filling it up again. <laughs> I just did it again. Oh, my <laughs> God. Anyway. OMG. Yeah, Seattle's going to win this game easily. Carolina's still in contention because of the whole division game being kind of easy. But, yeah, Seattle's going to win this game pretty easily. Uh, Deontay Foreman has been pretty impressive for the Panthers. And other than that, Baker Mayfield just got beat out by an XL, XFL quarterback. Kind of pathetic. I don't know what's going on over there. Seattle's going to get a win. No P.J. Walker slander over here, right? Uh, anyways, uh, the Panthers are still in the race. Uh, but this next team definitely, you know, helped themselves separate themselves last Monday, getting a big win against the Saints. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are facing the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, both teams won last week. Both teams are leading the division. Uh, this should be a pretty good game. I think this is going to be America's game of the week, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, I don't know, man. This is uh, – if the Buccaneers can sustain offensive success 
throw out an entire game, I think they could be one of the best teams in the NFL. But the only problem is they only really find success, like you alluded to later earlier today, like when we were talking about it, like yeah, in the late, late. In, late in the game. And it's just like, I understand like you can come back and win those type of games, but that can't be every week. You need to, you know, pound it and definitely be some teams. Facing the San Francisco 49ers, it's going to be hard for them to get any type of offense going. This is a really good defense. Trust me, I saw last week they were able to limit the Dolphins a lot. Uh, I think Wirfs is still out for Tampa Bay, so that might be something that is to look towards because Dolphins faced them last week before Toronto Armstead, and you saw what happened there. They were able to get a lot of pressure on Tua. Ah, oh, man. Uh, I'm going to go with Sam Friend. That defense just is absurd, honestly. I'm going to go with San Fran as well. Make it six wins in a row for them. They're at home. Like you said, Bucks, they, they look bad for like three-fourths of the game, and all of a sudden they're like, oh, we got to try <laughs> to win the game. And they look great. And I don't know if it's because of the play calling and then, you know, Tom Brady's just like, F it, I'm going to start calling the plays, and maybe that's why it looks great because he's just – Tom Brady is calling the plays now instead of uh, – uh, left witch, but I'm going to take San Fran at home, even though I think Debo and McCaffrey are questionable. They should play. Uh, this is Wednesday, but by Sunday they should be all right. I think they just do that so they can rest a little bit more and, you know, get healthy for Sundays. But, yeah, I don't know. I The main thing is Garoppolo isn't out for the whole year. He, he has doesn't a chance need to surgery. Back. He has a chance to come back maybe if they win a one playoff game. But Brock Purdy, it's hard to say that he's going to beat Tom Brady, but I think that uh, Shanahan makes this offense easy enough for almost anybody to be mm-hmm. decent for them to get a win. Yeah, he could pretty much be any type of game manager and go in that offense and take over. It's kind of why everybody was pinning Baker Mayfield to go there. They're like, oh, it would be perfect. He just have to freaking here. Here, hand it off to McCaffrey, frickin' hand it off to whoever, little pass to George Kittle, Debo Samuel, little whatevers, doesn't matter. Uh, Tampa Bay's been looking pretty decent. I know they lost the Browns two weeks ago, but their last game against the Saints was good. Tom Brady got the monkey off his back. He doesn't really win against the Saints often. So, I don't know. I think that this game is tough. Tom Brady is from, I think, the Bay Area, if I'm not mistaken. So... Um, this might be a cool little homecoming for him, and I think that the Buccaneers are going to keep this thing rolling and uh, get into the playoffs. Um, this Brock Purdy thing can't last forever, right? <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, he's pretty good, but I mean, I, I don't know. Pretty good. He, he's pretty. <laughs> he's he's pretty good, but I I think that it, it that game against Miami, they weren't ready for the whole quarterback change, and it was just kind of some. Little here and out, here and there plays, little dink and dunks. I don't know if he'll, a, a full start against Tom Brady might be detrimental to the kid. Well, to be fair, he's not playing against Tom Brady. <laughs> That's very true. That's very uh, true. The I don't know the Buccaneers defense has been a bit underwhelming. Uh, you know, going into that Saints game, they were able to hold them in. They got a little lucky. That's why I think more so they were able to win that game. Because if not. Without the poor execution from the Saints, I think the Saints go in and win that game at the end at the late stretch. But bad decision making, I think, on the Saints end definitely put the 
the Buccaneers in position to win that game, but you know they also have to go out there and perform, so they were able to get pull that off. And thank God they did not get that Christian, um, the Chris Godwin touchdown because it would have screwed me royally in fantasy, and I probably would have uh, lost the number one seed there at Whoa. work. <laughs> would have been mm. very unfortunate. Anyways, let's hop into Sunday night football. We let's have the Miami Dolphins versus the Los Angeles Chargers. Miami's going into this game favorite against the Chargers. Minus three on the spread, uh, minus one seventy on the money line. Over under set at fifty two total points. I think the under hits. Really, what makes you think that? I'm lying. I think the over hits pretty Whoa, easily. Dude, that was that was. You got me. <laughs> yeah, I definitely got you right. Uh, I think both teams are gonna be able to score points in bunches. Dolphins defense hasn't looked really good. Um, I know the score from last week from the 49ers game may look a little bit lopsided, but that was because of the lots of turnovers. You can attribute uh, six points just off field goals, and then you also have the other seven points from the fumble recovery touchdown uh, against the 49ers last week. I don't think this Chargers defense is that good, and I don't think the Dolphins defense isn't that great either. Uh, I would put them definitely over the Chargers defense, though. But that pass rush with Kilo Mack is definitely nothing to scoff at. Dolphins win this one. They uh, get back to winning ways and uh, head into next week with a divisional game, like you alluded to uh, earlier. I wanted to touch on it. If uh, if Buffalo does win next week and the Dolphins win this week, uh, my bad. If both teams win this week and then they play next week, Dolphins come out on top. Dolphins have the lead because of the tiebreaker in terms of head-to-head wins. Uh, so I think the Dolphins have a chance to still go back on top of the AFC East, but. It'll come next week when we f- we'll find out next week. But uh, who wants to go next? I'll do it. Oh, okay. hey, 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 hey. Who wants to go? Hey, hey, whoa, whoa. hey, hey. Getting the viewers sick there. <laughs> Listen, I think this is pretty easy. Miami had a bad game last week, but they're pretty good overall. Tua's getting in the end zone with Tyreek again. I don't know how it's going on with Waddle. But hopefully he plays. Hopefully he plays. I love my boy Jalen Waddle. Uh, like you said, the defense hasn't been that great, but I think that it's going to be uh, – I don't think it's going to be close. I think that the Dolphins – it might be close in the first half, but overall this game's going to end up being a blowout. Interesting. In Dolphins' favor? Yeah, for sure. I'm going with the Dolphins as well, actually. Um, yeah, you mentioned both defenses are bad. Chargers is a lot worse than Miami's, um, at least the – Statistically speaking. Yeah, and that's majorly attributed to injuries, I got to say. Yeah, but still, they're bad this year so far. Um, And Miami's offense is good. Plus, Miami had a pretty big signing that you didn't talk about, too. Go ahead. Mention it. No, you. All right. All right. I'll say it. your team. I'll say it. I was giving you the chance since you brought it up. Uh, Dolphins picked up Eric Fisher, former number one overall pick, who used to play for the Kansas City Chiefs. Some... uh, much-needed offensive line help. I know Austin Jackson just went to IR with that ankle injury. He's been de- battling with it pretty much all season. It's been pretty unfortunate. But, hey, you got uh, one of the top offensive linemen free agents, I got to say, honestly. Uh, and that's just based off of reputation, not really performance. Because, you know, Eric Fisher has been able to do well. But at the same time, he's – I wouldn't say he's a bust, but I wouldn't say he's a glorified top pick offensive lineman. Uh, but he's definitely there. I think he's uh, – Going to be a key addition to this Dolphins team, especially down the stretch. Anything else you want to add on? 
Dude, you know? This is all you, bro. Monday night, Patriots going <laughs> to uh, Arizona face the Cardinals. Dun, dun, Cardinals are dun, dun. have only this won game one game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Try to sell the viewers on this game, Chris. Sell me this game. This game kind of stinks. Yeah, the Cardinals have only won one game, one game at home so far this year. I'm going with the Patriots. Patriots still have a top ten defense, and this mm-hmm. Cardinals offense is just hasn't looked great to me. Although they have, he has a lot of weapons, and they should be good, but they haven't. I'm gonna go with the Patriots. Both teams have lost two games in a row, so flip a coin. They're both kind of bad. I swear that the NFL flexes the dumbest games out. I understand that everyone only has, like, maybe one Monday night football game a year. But, like, let's put a better game on Monday night. I mean, I, I understand that the, that the Arizona Cardinals, 4-8, and eight, kind of in the same boat as these guys up here, might, you know, if things kind of fall into whatever, they can still fight and get there. Unlikely. Uh, I do like DeAndre Hopkins and the connection with Kyler Murray. I just I don't think like we've seen enough of it, and just I feel like it gets a lot of hate. Maybe deservingly so, but I don't know. Whenever whenever it's on, it's on, and it's great to watch. Must see TV. New England's looked pretty good this year, so I, I think I'm gonna go with New England. That run that run game and their defense is pretty good, so uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with New England. It's not that hard of a decision. I'm going yeah. with the Patriots as well. Uh, the Cardinals have looked inept, honestly. Uh, Patrick Peterson, I agree with you. Kyler Murray only cares about Kyler Murray. Oh, um, he was a little bit butthurt about that. Kyler Murray was. He's like, oh, how are you going to be like a bro and a mentor? They used to play with each other on the same team as the Cardinals. So he definitely took uh, offense to that. Do I think that helps him, like, kind of boost him up and gets him that riled up? I don't think so. I think uh, we're going to get the same old Cardinals, especially like you mentioned at home. They've been only been able to win one game uh, at home. So that's... Is same yeah. old Cardinals a new term? <coughs> uh, <laughs> nah. Nah. Because uh, last year they were able to get in the playoffs. They had a pretty good season last year. Uh, but this year just has been abysmal. Is it due to DeAndre Hopkins uh, sitting out for a little bit? With the PED uh, suspension? Steroid boy. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> Steroid boy. Oh, uh, or is it I'll just uh, injuries, which a lot of teams can attribute to maybe why they lose games. But I don't know. This Cardinals team has been very upsetting and something that, you know, a lot of us probably don't want to watch on Monday Night Football. But it's what it is what it is. In terms of flexing, they can't flex out Monday Night games, which is unfortunate. Yeah, I was thinking about Any that Sunday the game, they can rights. flex in and out. But it's just, uh, it's just a fact of Mondays and Thursdays they can't flex out. Uh, but that will be coming to an end soon. Uh, I think next week is the last Thursday night games. Uh, so look forward to that. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Bulls play that night. Last so week of the bye weeks this week, too. Yep. There's both quite of, a few teams on bye. Both Chris and I's teams are on a bye. So. Yes, a that is correct. Along um, with the Falcons. The Commanders. Yeah. Colts. Yeah. And... Demetrius Gamble's Saints. Yes, there ah, we go. Shout out to DJ Gamble. I was going to say for you, but you were, you were rolling. You were rolling, bro. All right. I missed um, DJ's Gamble of the week. Yeah, Just dude. kidding. <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, man. No, I do. That's not a knock at DJ. I do miss DJ's Gamble of the week. We got to get DJ to just send we it do. once a week. That a pre-recorded <laughs> video from the studio, DJ. DJ's Gamble of the week. We're counting on you. Uh, that awesome. pretty much wraps up week 14. Anything uh, else you guys want to say? I know you guys couldn't touch touch too much on your game from this past week. Yeah, I mean, 
like I said, it was a good game. Christian Watson's fast as hell, so is Justin Fields. I I don't mean I couldn't say enough about the game. I mean, it was just two kind of teams that all hope is lost, but we needed to get the all-time wins or whatever. So we did, and it is what it is. It's It was a good win, but I think that overall we're both kind of in the yeah. in shambles. So yeah. we'll, we'll see, see what happens, though. We're, we're not done yet, I, I think guess. you guys are both getting a bye at a good time. I know you're eliminated from the playoffs, so that's like a little bit unfortunate. But I think you guys, you guys still have stuff to prove throughout the season. I think you guys have development to do. Uh, and you guys, you still have a chance, so make the best of it. I don't know. <laughs> Love said. Yeah. Yeah. Fins up, baby. Let's get this win. Yeah. Sunday night football, dog. All right. Catch you next time. Later, guys. Peace. Peace.